Hi, I'm Tiffany Roten, and this is Happy Young Adults, Episode 13, The Ups and Downs of Dating. Welcome to Happy Young Adults. I'm Tiffany Roten, owner of Direct Your Life Coaching. I'm a huge fan of young adults, a mother of five, four of which are young adults, a lover of everything outdoors, and a certified life coach. I'm here to give you tools to feel better, to be more confident, to feel less stress in your life, and to help you look to your future with confidence and excitement. Let me help you learn to become a happy young adult. Hey friends, what's up? How's it going? Isn't it amazing how fast summer goes? It's kind of like kind of like how vacation goes too. You know, normal life's kind of slow and monotonous. We do the same things. And so we, you know, we look forward to these vacations, but when then when we take a vacation, the time goes so fast. That's how it was for me last week when I went on vacation with my family. I don't know if you saw on my Instagram, I posted a few pictures of our trip and a few fun things we did. And my oldest son is amazing um, on a wakeboard and he did a backflip and everything. It's super cool. I, at least I'm impressed by it. Um, and he worked really hard to, you know, be able to do that. I remember him out on the trampoline and he tied a rope to the tree and he put on this, this wakeboard on his feet and he'd jump on the trampoline, but he'd practice doing backflips on the trampoline, holding onto the rope because there's kind of a technique to that. Anyway, super cool. Check it out on my Insta if you want to. Um, so, you know, this summer, I was just thinking it's gone so fast for me. And here we are almost staring into August again, school's starting again. You know, you know what they say, time flies when you're having fun, I guess, right? So the other day I was talking to my 19 year old about dating. And I, I've told you before, I have four young adults, two of them are married now and two of them are not. And so you know, over the course of the last 10 years or so, as I've watched the ups and downs of my own children, as they kind of figure out the whole dating scene. And then I coach young adults and many of them come to me with dating, you know, problems or dilemmas. You know, I've been able to see that for a lot of people dating sort of a struggle. And I know it was for me when I was a young adult, for sure. And it's interesting because last year in 2020, when COVID hit, it seemed like it really amplified this whole dating thing because people weren't able to, you know, be around people as much. So it kind of complicated things. But as, a, as I chatted with my daughter yesterday, we started talking about, you know, the struggles that we face in dating. So Today I decided I was going to spend a few minutes and I'm going to share some of the things that we talked about and maybe give you some suggestions of how we can look at dating differently and learn to enjoy sort of this roller coaster kind of up and down that dating can be. Um, now some of you might already be rolling your eyes and saying, seriously, Tiffany, how could you possibly enjoy the roller coaster of dating? Or maybe some of you are saying, how old are you? Like, how do you even know? Well, you know, I have a few suggestions. You can take them or leave them. It's totally up to you. So 
First, I want to identify three struggle points that my daughter and I talked about in dating. The first one being finding confidence in yourself enough to put yourself out there. The second struggle we talked about is finding motivation when either you don't date at all, or it just seems like when you date, it just never seems to quote work out. And the third and final struggle that we talked about is where do you find people to date and how do you find people with your same interests and standards? So this is going to be fun today, I think. I think you're going to enjoy it. So the first struggle that we talked about, again, is finding confidence in yourself enough to put yourself out there. So do you know, after being a mom and a life coach for a long time, I don't think I've ever run across anyone who's has, who, who they feel like have a good self-esteem or or self-confidence in themselves. Really good about it. If I do run across it, I, I can't remember if I have, but it would be super rare. So what this tells me is that for most of us, and that includes myself, especially at your age. I struggled with finding confidence in myself and most people do. And when it comes to dating, most of us would love to feel a little more confident about ourselves as we show up in this, in this dating scene. But I think for so many of us, what we do is try and fake it because deep down we don't really have a lot of confidence in ourselves or who we are. And you're at the age where that's sort of normal in your developmental stage. Your age is the time when we're really trying to figure out who we are and kind of trying to separate ourselves a little bit from our parents and kind of become a little more independent. But the, you know, what's so interesting about that is that when we're dating, usually both people kind of feel the same way, but we don't want to, you know, we don't want them to know that we don't feel real confident. And so we kind of fake each other out and believing that we are when we really aren't. So why is confidence so helpful in dating and, and why don't we have more of it? So for me, when I was your age and I was dating, I totally lacked self-confidence. And I've talked about this before. And the biggest problem for me was how I felt about myself And those habitual thoughts that I had about myself, you know, I had thoughts that I wasn't pretty enough and I wasn't smart enough and I wasn't skinny enough and I wasn't outgoing enough. And I had thoughts like, you know, well, I haven't dated much, so I don't really know how to date and no one's really interested in dating me. I also had thoughts like I'd never get married. No one could ever possibly love me. Well, you see, like I always talk about in, in my life coaching business is that when you're thinking this way, there's no way you're going to feel confident about yourself. It's not possible. And so when we're feeling like a loser and we're feeling hopeless and we're, we're self-loathing, our actions are going to reflect that. And we're going to feel, you know, that way. And for me, this was totally true. How did I act when I was around guys? I was shy. I didn't talk much because I didn't think they would like what I had to say, or they didn't think I was smart or, you know, I had very little hope that I'd ever get asked out. Even I never looked people in the eye ever, especially guys. And I didn't, I didn't even act like a person who might want to go on a date. Like I didn't even put myself out there. So do you see how my thinking about myself translated into how I felt about myself and dating? And then it 
dramatically affected how I acted and showed up in the dating world. And the result was I didn't date very much. And I was not obviously building my self-confidence, right? So then what, what is the solution to this? Well, it's kind of the same solution that I kind of talk about every week on this podcast. We have to first start with changing the way we think about ourselves. The funny thing is, is we believe that we need to change our actions first, right? So we need to lose weight. We need to get our eyelashes done. We need to find a new perfume or cologne, or we need to dress differently or look differently or act differently. And that is how we will feel more confident as we date. But what I'm telling you is that we have to back that up and start with the way we think about ourselves and ourselves in in relationship to dating which then will help us feel differently. And then it's going to drive actions that's going to change the result. And those actions aren't going to be out of desperation. Like I've got to somehow change who I am or what I look like in order to be accepted or loved. Does that kind of make sense? So let me give you an example of someone who might be able to go into dating feeling confident. What would that look like? Well, I always tell you that if you want to feel something you have to create the thoughts first that create that feeling. So what is the thought that you could think that would help you feel confident in yourself? Now, for me, going from this place of tearing myself down all this time and not being self-confident, I couldn't just change my thought from, I'm a total loser and no one wants to date me to, no, I'm a winner and everybody wants to date me, right? What happens in that kind of a situation is the brain kind of rejects it like seriously, like it's really too, too hard for the brain to believe, to, to, to make that big of a switch. So I just started kind of what I like to say, warming my brain up. So I started trying thinking things like, is it possible that there might be people out there who would like to date me? And what our brain does is then it goes out and it finds evidence that it might be possible, right? You start noticing those things. The funny thing about me was I had way more guy friends than girl friends growing up. So the interesting thing is why was it so different with my guy friends? Like I was totally comfortable around them, but when it came to dating, it was, it was kind of a different ball game, right? Well, it's because of the way I viewed the two different things, right? I looked at these guys as friends and I could just kind of be myself and I didn't really feel the pressure because it quote, wasn't a date and we were just hanging out as friends. Uh, you know, I, I did a lot of outdoorsy stuff. I've told you that before. And I'd go with guys and we'd go fishing and go dirt biking, just about every or outdoorsy thing you can think of. I was doing with my guy friends. And in those cases, I wasn't thinking, oh my gosh, what are they going to think about me? And we were just having fun. Well, these guys just like me for who I am. And so I didn't feel the need to impress them. And so I could just be me. But when I got the word dating, quote dating in my mind or going out on a date, my thoughts about that changed a lot. And that's where I really got myself into trouble. So I want to give you a few thoughts that you could think that might help you to really start feeling confident as you date. So a thought could be, maybe it's possible that there is someone out there who likes me just the way I am. How does that make you feel? You know, I think that would help you feel more hopeful. At least it would me. Another thought, dating's fun and a great way to get to know other people. 
I can just be me. And if they don't ask me out again, it probably has more to do with them than less to do about me. See, how does that make you feel? I think for me, it helps me feel a little more confident that I can just be confident myself and I don't need to worry so much about what they think. Um, another thought, dating is nothing more than just learning about another human being. And aren't human beings so fascinating? What that does is sort of take me to this neutral place about dating where there's not the pressure. And it's just like, listen, it, we're just, I'm just getting to know someone else. And I'm just finding out all the fascinating things about this person. Okay, one more. I am learning to love myself and I don't need to look at others, including these dates to find my worth. Maybe it's possible that I'm okay just as I am. How would you feel if, if you showed up around people that way? I think it would take the pressure out of dating because then we wouldn't be so worried about what the other person is thinking. And we just get to be who we are because truly we cannot control what other people think. So at some point we have to just learn to be who we are and they get to think what they want to think. And usually it has nothing to do with us, right? And, you know, it's interesting because there isn't just one type. They aren't looking, you know, for, well, what I'm trying to say is basically we may not be their type. We might not they might be looking for something totally different. Maybe we're just not their style. You know how we do, we, we label each other like, oh, they're like, um, you know, a skater guy, or this is like a, a cowboy guy, or I don't know what all the terms you guys use these days are, but you know, we have certain stereotypes of people. And so, you know, we, you know, you know how some people are like, oh, I like the sporty athletic type, right? that's sometimes what it's about and it has nothing to do with us really. So have you guys ever noticed that we're sort of attracted to different kinds of people and that can be based on their interests, their looks, all kinds of different things. You know, for me personally, I was, I was always kind of attracted to dark headed, dark eyed guys. And, you know, in looking back at that now, I'm like, well, I grew up with a dad that looked that way. My brother was that way. Some of my friends were that way. And I think I just naturally learned to like that look because that's what I was around. And so I just paid attention more to that. And funny enough, my husband is is tall, dark, and handsome, as I like to say. I know you're probably like, gag me, Tiffany. <laughs> it's fine. But that doesn't mean that guys that are blonde and blue-eyed aren't handsome, right? It just it just isn't naturally what I'm attracted to because I've never really been around blonde-haired, blue-eyed guys. So you see how that really isn't about us at all. It's just kind of our perspective and point of view. And so we don't need to be like, well, he doesn't think I'm pretty. Well, we might just not be his type, right? Okay, enough of that. Let's go on to the next struggle. So the second struggle is finding motivation when you either don't date at all, or it just seems like when you do date, it never works out. So I've had several clients have come to me with these same struggles and thoughts, and they feel like they don't ever date, or when they do, it just doesn't seem to work out. So first of all, I want to ask you, what does it even mean to quote, work out? Like in your mind, does that mean that in order to work out, you got to get married or you just date them exclusively for a while. What are you really after? Like, what does it look like to work out? 
So I know plenty of people that would just like to have someone to hang out with and enjoy things with and be around and not necessarily looking for marriage right this second. I also see people that feel like they either should be married, you know, they're getting to that age or they, they have to get married because they feel pressure from, you know, outside sources or whatever in the dating process. And, and we need to remember that the dating process takes time and we don't need to be in a hurry about it, but I do see people that are. So we need to get really clear on what our thoughts are around it and what we really want so that we can quote, work it out as we say. The other part of this is not dating at all. And what we like to do is we like to play the victim. And I know this especially well because I was this person. No one likes me. No one wants to date me. No one thinks I'm pretty. Do you see how I'm putting all the power of dating and being happy upon guys that ask me out around me? And I basically take no responsibility whatsoever in the dating process. And what that does is keep us stuck. If we blame someone else for not dating, then we don't have, then we don't have to take any responsibility for it. And we can continue to just mope them and wish we could. But I always tell you that we have control and power over our lives, period. Now, some of you are saying to right now under your breath, like, seriously, Tiffany, I'm not going to ask a guy out or, or, you know, it's not my fault that I can't get a date. That that's not what I'm saying. But when we, where we talked at for in the first struggle about how we look at ourselves is going to either help us to have confidence or not, we're going to show up totally different in these social settings where we're meeting people. So if I started to believe that, w- that I was amazing and awesome, and that of course people wanted to date me or that I would be a great catch or whatever we're wanting to think to feel confident, then we're going to feel confident. We're going to show up confident in social situations. We're going to act confidently where there are, you know, young, other young adults. And what that's going to look like is we're probably going to be a little more apt to talk to people, introduce ourselves. Um, Maybe we're going to invite people back to our apartment to play games or video games or whatever you guys do. I don't know, honestly, but for me, I'd invite, you know, groups of people to go up in the mountains and we'd roast marshmallows and we'd go hiking and fishing and do fun things like that. But do you see when we're acting in the way, when in that way, we're going to naturally draw people to us? Have you ever noticed that confident people or confident people that are perceived as confident and fun generally attract more people, right? it's because it's a little bit less threatening than someone that's got their head down and, and, you know, acting like they're shy or, you know, like they're not going to be able to talk to them. Now, sometimes as we're learning to be confident, we have to fake it a little bit. But what I mean by faking it is we kind of come up with a thought that, you know, maybe it's possible that people want to date me. So we're not totally confident in it yet, but we're kind of working towards that. We're trying to get our brain to look at maybe it is possible. But, you know, we're never going to date if we stay in this shy, self-loathing, not confident place. Because when we're feeling that way, we're going to be an introvert probably. We're not going to talk to people. We're not going to introduce ourselves. We're not going to put ourselves out there. We're not going to go to the places where they are. Now, I could talk about this all day long, but if you have more questions on this, I want you to contact me and let's just chat about it. 
with this, I want you to really get in your mind a definition of what you're really looking for in relationships is marriage is what you're after. And that's totally fine. If you go into dating thinking, oh, I got to find somebody to get married. See how that's from a place of pressure and stress as you date. And I see this a lot. How does that translate into our actions? Well, sometimes we act needy or we kind of trying to overcompensate, trying to impress, or we're, we get really pushy and scare people off because we're kind of in a hurry. We've got to, we got to find somebody to get married. It's because we're coming from this place of pressure and stress that things have to happen. So you can want to get married and go into dating with that thought in mind, but let's just, you know, teeter with the idea of changing the way we think and feel about it so that we're not dating out of pressure and stress to get married. And maybe we're doing it more because it's out of excitement and fun and, and just finding more neutrality around it. So if we went into dating thinking, you know, I'm meeting lots of different kinds of people and I'm figuring out what I want in a spouse, see how that helps you feel more neutral about what dating is. Or, you know, this is so much fun to meet so many different kinds of people. See how it kind of feels fun and exciting. You can still get that end result in mind of getting married eventually, but instead of feeling that pressure that you have to do it right now, or you're, you can come from this place of confidence and excited and happy to date. And when that person comes along that you can't stand to live without, and of course they kind of have to feel the same way about you, then suddenly you have this serious relationship on your hands that turn into marriage at some point. So do you kind of understand where I'm going with that? Whatever we think is going to drive certain results. So the third and final struggle is where, where do we find people to date and how can we find people with our same standards? So as humans, we love, love, love to say things like, I don't know how to find people to date, or I don't know what to do. So do you realize that those are just thoughts? But those thoughts are the thoughts that get us really struck. And I see it all the time when we're thinking that we don't know how to find somebody to date or we don't know how, guess what the result's going to be? Yep, you guessed it. We're not going to find anybody to date. So again, do you see how our minds go to the actions that I, I, ju I just need to get on the dating apps and I need to go to parties and I need to do this, this, and this, you know, to meet people it's a little bit, you know, and, and of course it's a little bit different than it was at when it was when I was your age, but we have to back that back up again to the thinking. So in this case, if we're telling ourselves, we don't know what to do, it's going to make us feel confused and we're not, and we're going to feel confused and we're not going to take action. So how do we change this then? We have to change the way we look at finding people. So here's an example of a thought. You could think something like, I can totally figure out how to meet people with my standards and interests. Isn't that a great thought? Now, do you see when we start thinking that way that, yeah, I, I'm capable. I can totally figure this out. It helps us feel more empowered and confident. And when we're feeling more confident, we're going to take all the actions, right? We're going to go ask people. We're going to maybe ask Google. We're going to get on the apps. We're going to take the actions necessary to meet people. Do you see how just changing that from that one idea from I don't know how to I'm totally going to figure this out puts us in a place where when we are back in control and we get to figure things out? Because the truth of the matter is there are ways to meet people. And more often than not, it's us that aren't willing to do those things. And usually that comes from fear. And of course, that's a podcast for another day, right? Right. 
We all know that out on dating apps, um, and which by the way, became really popular during COVID because it was hard to meet people. We can get on these apps and we can find people with their same interests and standards. And that everybody has different ideas and thoughts about these apps, but that is one possible way, right? That's the truth. I had both my 22 year old son and my 19 year old daughter out on dating apps, especially during COVID. And they were able to go out on some dates and meet some really fun people. And of course they had to be careful. Um, but they were putting themselves out there to date. They were on the apps being active. But now that the world is opening back up, I want you to ask yourself the truth. Are there ways to meet people with your same interests and standards? Well, of course. So I'm going to use this example of figuring out ways to meet people with my same standards and interests. Okay. That's, that's the thought. I'm, I'm figuring out ways to meet people with the same standards and interests. Okay. That makes me feel confident. And when I'm feeling confident that I'm going to go explore ways to meet people, what could some of those things be? Well, where are young adults typically? Well, I know you can find young adults on college campuses. Um, certain types of work environments are more apt to young adults working there. Um, if you want to find someone with your same interests or your same standards, maybe you belong to a specific church. There are ways to meet young adults usually in those kind of se settings. There's apps where you can filter what your interests are. Maybe you love to go to the beach and that's your favorite thing. And you go to the beach and you find other people who like to go to the beach too. See how you're finding people with common interests but you have to get out of your comfort zone and start asking people to go to the beach with you and have them invite all their young adult friends. Do you all want to know how I met my husband? You're probably thinking, no, Tiffany, I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to tell you anyway. So I had someone approach me and ask me if I wanted to go on a blind date with this guy that they thought we had really similar interests. And honestly, my initial reaction was no. I was like, oh, I hate blind dates. I'm not really into that. Don't really want to go. But she kept asking me. And so finally, I just agreed to go out. I'm like, fine, whatever. I'm going to just do what this you know, lady wants me to do. But because this person knew me really well and knew the guy really well and knew our interests, she could see that we might be two people that really could get along well. And you know what? After 29 years of marriage, she's right. Yep. So I want you to brainstorm and I want you to come up with 10 different ways that you can meet people. And of course, the thought that's going to drive that action is I can totally figure out ways to meet people. So I have to tell you a really quick story. I had a client about a year ago as COVID hit and college campuses kind of, you know, shut down all the students kind of, a lot of them went home and, you know, life as we knew it for young adults really changed. Our social networks were kind of um, hampered because of it. And she was feeling really depressed, as were a lot of my young adult clients during COVID. And it was, it was hard and it was frustrating for them not to be at college, hanging out with friends and roommates and doing the whole college thing. And especially for young adults who were just starting their freshman year, you know, so this client came to me and she said, you know, that there's just no way I can have a social life at all. And she was super depressed and really sad about it. And you see how we kind of go into this victim mode where we were a victim to COVID, a lot of us, and like we had no power control. 
But as we talked, we realized that this is the way, this way of looking at it was causing her to feel sad and depressed. It wasn't COVID. It was her thoughts about COVID and dating and, and hanging out with friends. So we just started exploring the thought that maybe there are unique ways that I can find to still connect with my friends and not be so lonely. Well, when she started to believe that and she started looking for ways that she could figure things out, she started to feel hopeful. And when she started to feel hopeful, she started figuring out ideas where she could connect with her friends. So she started getting groups of them together on Sunday nights over Zoom and they play games and they chat and talk and talk about what's going on in their life and they talk about, you know, school online. And she actually found ways to connect with her friends, even though she wasn't even in the same city. And she did it all over Zoom. And guess what? She started feeling better. And she realized she still had some control in this, even though she thought she didn't with a worldwide, worldwide pandemic going on. Do you see how if we believe that there's always a way to figure things out and there's always a way to find out how to do things that you will figure it out, right? Okay. One last story I just want to share with you that kind of sums up all of this. So... I had a client a couple years ago. He was really struggling with dating. He was super unhappy. He wanted to find a girlfriend. He was kind of potentially looking down the road and wanted to be married in his life at some point. And he was absolutely miserable in the whole dating process. And as I talked with him, we identified some really important things that he had been thinking about dating that was driving all of this misery. Do you want to know what it was? His thought was, and I quote, dating sucks. So you might be wondering, well, why is that so profound? Well, do you see how he viewed and perceived dating? His thought was, it sucks. So how did he feel about dating when his thought was that way? <laughs> you see how that thought created misery for him? And so guess how he acted when he was going out on dates, feeling miserable because it sucks? Well, it made him grumpy about dating. He was super pessimistic that he would actually find someone. Made him kind of irritable on dates if people weren't exactly what he hoped they would be. And the result was is that he was miserable in dating. Do you see how that one belief was causing him to feel and, to and act totally different in that dating scene? And so once we figured that out and we realized that actually that wasn't even true, that we, we actually were able to find evidence that there was some dating that he had done that was actually fun and enjoyable, but he had taken those few bad experiences and made it mean that all the dating was horrible. And the reality was that he'd actually had some really great dates and a few bad ones, and he chose to focus on the bad ones. So we started focusing on all the fun that he'd had and all the things he had done. And we made a whole list of dates that he'd been on and that were fun. And he realized that dating actually didn't suck and that there's times when it's actually fun. So how do we change this belief? We changed the way he thought about dating. And I am going to invite you today on this podcast to do the same thing. First of all, I want you to define what going out on a date even means. Dates are just a fact. What is the fact of dating? It's two people that go out and they talk to each other and they get to know each other. That's what a date is. So the way you choose to look at dating is going to have a huge effect on how you feel about it and how you think about it and how you, how you act. And of course, I haven't even gotten into the whole idea of hanging out, which I know a lot of you do, and maybe that'll be for another podcast, but there, there's a whole thought process behind hanging out versus, 
you know, pairing off, you know, just like the two of you together, right? So when I was your age and I said, I said, you know, that dating was going out on dates with lots of different people. Well, I realize now my kids have tried to explain this to me. They're like, mom, dating means you're just going out with one person. So my young adults kind of have to be patient with me sometimes because things are really different now than they were back then. And we even use terms very differently, right? So if you want to feel excited, then create a thought that's exciting about dating. Like dating is so much fun. If you want to feel confident about dating, create confident thoughts. Like dating is allowing me to figure out what I want in a future spouse. But, but I guarantee that the way that you choose to look at meeting people and getting to know people and going out on dates with people is going to determine how you feel about it and the actions you take while you're doing it. For me, I had to change my thought process before I met my husband. I didn't have all these life coaching tools back then that you, that I'm giving you now. But I remember one day just having some hope and thinking, maybe it's possible that I will find a great guy who loves and adores me. And what that did was allow me to be a little more confident in myself. It allowed me to take some actions, including going out on that blind date and, and going out with him and eventually dated this guy, figured out we had the same standards and interests and maybe marriage would be a great journey for both of us. And it really has been, there's been ups and downs and you know, there's ups and downs in dating. There's, there's ups and downs in everything we do, right? Period. We're not going to have a perfectly beautiful dating experience all the time. We're not going to have a perfectly beautiful marriage experience all the time. Life has its up and downs and so does dating. But if we focus on the ups of dating versus the downs, we're going to feel better and we're going to act differently and we're going to get different results. So now are all of you so excited to go out and meet new people and start dating? <laughs> maybe you are and maybe you aren't. I don't know. But at least now you have some tools to know how to do it and how to enjoy it and how to look at it in a different way. So if you're out there as a young adult listening and you have some struggles or some problems or some questions that I maybe haven't addressed yet on my podcast or on my Instagram, I would love, love, love you to email me. My email is Tiffany, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y at directyourlifecoaching.com. And listen, I promise you will stay anonymous. I won't solicit you. I won't email you. But I would just love to know how I can help you as young adults and address some of the struggles that you are facing. And you can look at it as just three 30 minutes of free coaching done on a podcast. And also, if you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to scroll down to the bottom where you can rate it and leave some comments. And by the way, you can do that with a different tag name. But as my podcast grows and more people listen, the more that it's rated, the more, the more people can find it. So it's really helpful. Well, that's all I have for today. I sure love you young adults and I really admire your desire to change and become better. And hopefully through my podcast, I'm helping in some way to help you have a happier life. Well, until next time, friends, we will see you soon. Bye. Are you in need of a life coach? Everyone needs someone to talk to, someone who doesn't judge you, someone who is safe and listens to understand. What if that someone was me? 
If you want to find confidence, a new outlook, a new different way to look at your life, come, please let me help you. I coach one-on-one over video conferencing, or I do group coaching. We can work on whatever struggles you are facing in your life right now. Go to directyourlifecoaching.com. But just a warning, you will never be the same again.